The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Welcome back all to Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, your host. Uh, this is powered by Protus Global, a people solutions business. Uh, thank you all for joining me uh, today. A really cool, real exciting uh, guest today, uh, Michael Smollett, founder and the CEO of uh, AltMed uh, Enterprises. He spent decades in the pharmacy industry. Uh, he helped the leading startup, Metamune, which created and brought a drug to market that prevents and treats respiratory tract infections. And the company became big. You know, it surpassed a one and a half billion dollars in sales and, and sold off to a much bigger company, AstraZeneca, in 2007 for a lot of money, $15.6 billion. Michael came out of retirement to launch AltMed. Uh, he integrated science-based Florida company uh, seeking to bring compassion community engagement, pharmaceutical industry precision, which uh, really marries up very well with his past to development and production dispensing of medical cannabis in the state of Florida. Michael, welcome. Thank you, Vern. Pleasure to be here. Awesome. I am uh, been looking forward to having this discussion with you and, and really diving into the medical cannabis world and and uh, AltMet uh, role in it. Uh, and I know that uh, you guys are doing some really, really dynamic things. So uh, thanks for being Thank here and, and talking to us and the audience here on Plant Profits. Looking forward to this. And I, I think the first thing, man, uh, we want to really kind of get, you know, you this big executive in the pharmaceutical world and uh, had a very successful event. Um, what did you do? Uh, between uh, that and uh, starting AltMed? So I, uh, I never thought when I retired yeah. from MedImmune that I would, uh, you know, that I would retire for more than a few months just to catch my <laughs> breath. The, the challenge was that once you, you do something like we did where we were as successful, where we brought a drug to market that, saved the lives of tens of thousands of premature infants uh, around the world and, uh, you know, built a company with a great culture. Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to think of, of what the next step would be because you always want to do something better. Um, and, and MedImmune was such a home run for me. Um, yes. You know, there were, there were, it was very, I was really very limited in terms of what I could look at out there that, that would really get me excited. So I thought that, uh, you know, it probably wouldn't take me all that long to find the right thing. Uh, you asked me specifically what I was doing during that period of time. A um, couple of personal things that took up a lot of my time. Uh, okay. my, my youngest daughter, actually, just a couple of years before that, was diagnosed with epilepsy. She had her first grand mal seizure sitting on my lap when she was two and a half years old. Wow. And, uh one of the worst things that I've ever been through in my life. But uh, the next 
many years after that, while she was under treatment with anti-epileptics that controlled her seizures, mm-hmm. but uh, had very debilitating side effects for her. Um, I spent a lot of time thinking and looking at, uh, you know, potential uh, options for other ways to treat, uh, you know, children with epilepsy. And, and that led me to hearing a little bit more about medical cannabis and what was going on with Charlotte Figgy out in Colorado, so on and so forth. The other right. thing that was happening during this period of time was that my, uh, my younger brother uh, was dying of bladder cancer. And uh, mm-hmm. one of the nice things for me about being retired, I was able to spend, you know, three years with him on this journey. Uh, I had moved up to Vermont uh, to be closer to him. And uh, during this period of time, one of the things that he struggled with probably the most was trying to get himself off of opioids each time he'd have a surgery. So I had both these things in the back of my mind, you know, that if I could find and get involved in something that might be a better option than opioids, or if I could find something particularly for children that would be uh, would offer less side effects than, than the traditional anti-epileptics did, that I would be all in. And I never could have guessed, Bern, that it would really come in the, in the form of medical cannabis because um, I grew up pretty conservatively um, and I worked in a pharmaceutical industry my whole life and uh, had never, you know, been around cannabis. So for uh, me, it was a pretty significant mind shift for me. <laughs> you came from the other side. Yeah, I did. I did. And uh, I think, you know, it it took me talking to a number of people that I respect in the pharmaceutical industry to get their thoughts on cannabis and looking at some of the the great work that was being done in other parts of the world, in Spain and and, in Israel, where they've been looking at it for the last 40 years. uh, You know, after taking a few months to really look at what was out there, um, you know, I walked away with this thought that, wow, uh, this, this plant that I knew very little about has the potential to be a terrific, um, you know, mm-hmm. option for patients for a number of medical conditions. And I thought, you know what, I, I do know how I want to spend the rest of my life. I want to build a premier medical cannabis company in the U.S., pretty tall order, um, I knew nothing about cannabis. I never had any experience with it, but that's, that, that was my vision. That's what we set out to do back in 2014. Wow. So two very significant uh, personal events, medical events with two people you love very much, your daughter, your brother, uh, really sent you on your way to uncover that thing that was going to bring that passion and spark that could drive you one more time. Is that right? That's exactly right, Bern. Yeah, that is. And, you know, I'm all in and so is my, (laughs) so is my family. I mean, my, my wife heads up our philanthropic uh, part of of our business and does some great work with, with a number of foundations, ALS and epilepsy. And my son heads up sales for us. Okay. Uh, my younger daughter, Kayla, who really was the inspiration uh, right. behind this, uh, is in college right now. She's not taking anything. She's doing great. And she, uh, you know, I'm hoping that she's going to come to work for me, too, at some point in time. Unbelievable. So, and I want to talk about Kayla. Uh, 
So what what was it like when you you found that you could you could really the seizures would stop, and and I'm correct, right? They have stopped. You know, uh, talking about your youngest daughter, Kayla, uh, really want want to understand uh, the effect uh, with the epilepsy and and uh, and medical marijuana and how did that all come together? Yeah, so um, we were actually quite blessed in that uh, a year before I started AltMed, we had taken a, uh, a little bit of a bold risk. Uh, we were so frustrated with the different medications she'd been on, even though her seizures had been controlled, the side effects, as I mentioned, were very debilitating. So we took her off of everything with the idea that if she had a seizure, we would mm-hmm. get her right back on. But I had this thought that she might be one of the, the lucky kids that can outgrow epilepsy. And mm-hmm. so we, we took her off of everything with the blessing of our neurologist. And, you know, you hold your breath for the first day and, and then a week mm-hmm. goes by and then three months go by, a year goes by and she's not having seizures and we're watching this incredible child emerge from this fog that she had been in. Uh, Most of it, I believe induced by the drugs that she was on. So Kayla has never really had to, uh, you know, how to utilize, never had to use medical cannabis. She's gone several years now without a seizure, but I was still inspired to do this because I know what we went through for a number of years. And if I can, bring something to, to the market that will help other families. Um, that's what we want to do. Well, that's a great story. Uh, and that, that's awesome. And, uh, where you get your, your inspiration from is, uh, is a beautiful thing. Uh, and, and I actually personally know some families who have benefited, uh, from medical marijuana and epilepsy. And, uh, it is, it is truly, truly something that has changed people's lives. And I think that's a, that's a story that's got to keep, keep rolling, man, keep going and, and coming out there uh, for, for everyone to understand. Uh, so you got into this thing, uh, you found your passion, and we're going to take a break and we're going to dive uh, into the creation of Altman. Uh, when we get back, and uh, we'll continue Great. our discussions with Michael Smullen, the founder and CEO of Altman Enterprise. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. 
We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Protus Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Well, welcome back, everyone, to Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, your host here. I'm with Michael Smullen. He's the founder and CEO of AltMed Enterprises. And uh, before the break, we were just about ready to start talking about and, and understanding uh, how AltMed all came together. So, Michael, why don't you, you get us there? Sure. So, um, you know, one of the first things that I did when I got excited about uh, this idea was to talk to a very good friend of mine uh, by the name of Bill Petron, who was in a very similar place. He had been enormously successful as a, as a businessman, had retired early, um, and was looking for something meaningful to do with the rest of his life. And I just happened to mention, uh, mention my thinking to him and my thoughts to him uh, over dinner one night, and uh, Bill was all in. So I had the right partner. Okay. And, uh, what that's important. Really, it was. And what we really, uh, spent some time looking at for the first few months was, was what was out there. What were other, uh, cannabis companies doing? How were they being built? So those, there were trips out to Colorado and California. And, uh, I think we sort of walked away with a sense that, wow, this is really the wild west. And there is an opportunity for somebody to build a serious medical cannabis company. And a lot of the things that had been successful in building, uh, you know, uh, successful biotech companies were things that I thought we could employ at AltMed. And first and foremost, rather than just thinking about chasing a license, we, we thought about let's, let's develop a line of products first. And we were very focused on developing uh, delivery devices for medical cannabis that would offer more precise and consistent dosing. So that was really the focus. And then, um, okay. you know, uh, falling back on some of the experience that I had in the industry, things like transdermal patches, meter mm -hmm. dose inhalers, that was really the thought. And so we sort of drew the plan up, uh, but then you got to go out and find the right people to do it. And we, we found some brilliant people. We invested in them. Um, okay. you know, they were, they were expensive people to bring on board without a <laughs> license in Florida. We set up a headquarters. And so we got a couple of medical directors and we 
uh, got a terrific PhD chemist to help with formulation work. And uh, that was really the start. We set up our headquarters in Sarasota. Uh, Before having a license, we probably had uh, a dozen really uh, talented people who came here who shared a similar vision to what what I had Mm -hmm. for the kind of company they wanted to build. And that was really the start of it. So it all got it. Thank you very much, Michael. So it all started with products and delivery mechanisms and uh, ways to 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 make sure you're you're getting the correct treatment, the right amount, et cetera, et cetera. And that was that was the vision. And that so was I, that was that was absolutely the mission. And of course, you've mm-hmm. got to be able to work with product. Um, right. If you remember back in 2014 in in Florida, the amendment. Uh, failed. And so we were sitting here thinking, boy, we're going to have to wait a couple of years, mm-hmm. or maybe we should go out to another state mm-hmm. and begin doing work out there. And we chose Arizona. We convinced uh, a, a fair number of our people that were here in Sarasota to actually move out to Arizona, <laughs> including my partner. And we, uh, we acquired a 30,000 square foot building that we built a state of the art grow facility with lab and manufacturing. Um, and as a matter of fact, I'm really proud to say that I believe it was the first facility in North America to get an ISO 9001 certification for highest standards in all areas of our, of our business, which was great. So we, uh, we, we started developing our products out there, growing the product out there, and then uh, eventually got our first retail store opened. And the whole idea was that we would take our learnings from Arizona and bring mm-hmm. all that back to Florida when things opened up. Okay, got it. Now, you, you just said something. You said that uh, got our retail store open. When did the, the transition come or the time where you, you now, now I'm going to become a retailer? When did that happen? Well, I think that was always the, uh, you know, always the goal before uh, anybody okay. was talking in Florida about a requirement to have a complete vertical um, organization where you do everything. That, that was really part of our vision back in 2014. The reason behind okay. it is we wanted to make sure that everything that we touched and did uh, was at the highest standards possible. And we wanted mm-hmm. to be able to control all that. So mm-hmm. part of our early business plan, you know, said this is aggressive and it's going to be tough. But we want to make sure that we can grow, that we can manufacture, that we can process, that mm-hmm. we can commercialize and, and, uh, and set up retail stores for our products and control all of that. So that was always our goal from the beginning. Got it. Okay. And so you did this Arizona thing for how long? A couple years before Florida? A couple years. Yeah. Yeah. So... So you had this 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 operation, this world class operation, ISO nine, had it all certified. It was rocking and rolling. Now Florida opens up to where there's an opportunity. How did you do this? This is where it gets really interesting, Vern. Yeah, because okay. we made a decision, and I thought it was a good decision at the time, to not apply back in 2014 and 15 for one of the five, what they call Charlotte Web licenses that were Mm -hmm. being offered. Mm -hmm. We made the decision that it was such a limited opportunity and it would probably set our 
product development schedule back that we said, let's don't put our application in, even though we had it filled out. Mm -hmm. And I felt confident with what we had in place that we had a very good chance of securing one of those early licenses. But, you know, we made the decision to go out to Arizona. Two years later, we have this great business and all this experience. (laughs) We come back to Florida thinking the doors are going to open for us. And we are told that the licenses that are going to uh, be given out are only going to be given to those companies that had applied for a Charlotte web license. There were 38 of them, which meant for a period of time, we would be left out. And um, it was, it, it was really, really um, a, a, a time of, of, you know, great anxiety, I think for all of us, because we, we were ready to go, but uh, it had a really great ending. Um, there was a group in Florida uh, called Plants of Ruskin that uh, okay. would have been competing with us for a license in the region that, that we're in, in the Sarasota area. And I'd gotten to know the CEO, John Tipton, um, early on, all the way back to 2014, had great deal of respect for him and for what he was doing. And I think he felt the same way. So we stayed in touch with each other over the years. Um, John picked up the call, picked up the phone and called me. Um, he knew the position I was in and he said, you know what, let's put our two companies together. Uh, I I have the license and you have all the know-how and branding and the products and, uh, and all the experience and uh, let's create Altmed Florida. Perfect marriage. Yeah. It's been a great (laughs) marriage, a great partnership. Their background is in the agricultural side, which, which is not our area of expertise. Mm-hmm. So it's been, um, it's just been, I can't tell you how great this partnership has been. And this is clearly an example where one plus one, you know, equals three or four and not right. two. So no, it's made timings, timing and relationships are everything, correct? They are. <laughs> and, Absolutely. You hit it, and you hit it on, on both of those in this, uh, in this particular case. And uh, I think that's great. Uh, Michael, I think that's uh, that's great. Thank you. So, you guys set up in Sarasota. Um, I got to ask you, coming from the other side, right? You come from the, the dark side, and yeah, uh, you got you got into this, and what? And you would know better how the other side thinks than anyone. And so, what has been some of the uh, the real? Uh, issues, barriers, or, or pushbacks coming from the big money in the pharma business uh, to what you're trying to get done? Yeah, actually, a uh, pleasant surprise for me. As, as you okay. remember, I told you that I spoke to some of my colleagues from the pharma industry uh, mm-hmm. as I was looking at this, just to get their perspective. The, uh, the rate limiting factor in why the pharma industry has not uh, jumped all over this is because Medical cannabis is a Schedule One drug, federally illegal. Um, but it, it became very clear to me that there were a number of big pharmaceutical companies that have been keeping their eye on medical cannabis for for a number of years, all the way back mm-hmm. into the, the 90s in some cases, early 90s. And mm-hmm. I think you've got a number of companies that are just waiting for it to be moved from a Schedule One to a Schedule Two or Three. And then uh-huh. I think you'll see some real interest. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. 
that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think there's going to be some some real interest from some external influencers. Uh, that is, it's it's going to be I I think beneficial. It's going to be big. Absolutely. Yeah, you, it's it, it's going to be a, a good relationship again. Where I think Michael Smullen is going to be in a scenario where one plus one is going to equal three or four again. Well, that's what we hope. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's really all about, um, y- you know, doing whatever we have to do to bring yes. the best product to patients out there. And, you know, the, the whole schedule thing is, is really crazy. The fact that that cocaine is a schedule two mm-hmm. and, and medical cannabis is a schedule one is just insane to me. But, you know, once that changes, the whole world uh, for cannabis could change in a very good way, particularly on the medical side, because then you'll be allowed to do clinical trials. Um, You'll be be able to get much more physician support because they'll view it once they see the results of of well-run clinical trials. And I know that the plant will perform well in those trials. You'll get greater physician support. Maybe it leads to um, insurance companies, a willingness to cover for patients, which would, which would be terrific. So, you know, the, the future I think looks really, really bright and we, we just can't get there fast enough, but I've always viewed Madam, uh, you know, what we're doing here at AltMed and the experience I had at MedImmune, I view what we're doing today as kind of a bridge between, you know, what has been maybe the wild west mm-hmm. and then the other side really being, you know, true pharma operations. And, and I, uh, and I think that, you know, we're getting closer and closer and we're not the only company operating out there w- with high standards. There are a number of, of companies that are springing up today that, uh, that I think are, are really doing some great work. And, and that's what the industry needs. You know, we hope that we would have the ability to raise the bar a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But I love the fact that there's some other good players out there, too. Yeah. Well, how much time do you think it's going to take? I mean, if you were, uh, it's, it, it, I'm sure it's guessing involved in this, but uh, before the classification of medical marijuana change and moves to a to a uh, a better spot. Well, you know, there's been a bit of a sea change in this country right now, particularly with the way that uh, you know the the citizens of the U.S. view cannabis. I mean, the change in three years has been dramatic. I think you've got over 60 percent of the citizens in, in in our country today that want to see it completely legalized, and mm-hmm. that certainly will have an impact on what's going on legislatively. And there's been a number of, of um, you know, bills that have started up that haven't made it through the House or Senate, but we're getting closer mm-hmm. that are going to get us to a place where, um, you know, we will get a, a new schedule for it. Banking will, will open up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're probably two years away from, from some of that beginning to happen, for, in my opinion. That's good. I, you know, I, I, I tell you, it's going to happen. I just, the, the government and the, the uh, involvement uh, or, or passive involvement and then uh, the off and on involvement and the unevenness of the support is, uh, it's kind of frustrating to me because mm-hmm. some things, you know, you can just see are, are, are good and, and, and will benefit the mankind and a better, and, and you just wonder why it just takes so long for everyone to get there. You know, uh, time is passing. 
and we should get there. But I tell you what, um, I want to really dive into uh, Florida and what you're doing yeah. on the ground in Florida. We're going to take a break sure. and, and we'll come back with Michael Smullen, the founder and CEO of AltMed Enterprises. And we're going to talk about Florida, AltMed, what you're doing, move, et cetera. Okay. Plant profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you life yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the green peak. Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The The Green Green Peak Peak with Richard Zwicky. The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back. Uh, We're back with... Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, your host. We're having a, a conversation with Michael Smullen, who is the founder and CEO of AltMed Enterprises. We spent a lot of time talking about the medical, uh, how Michael got involved into medical marijuana and his journey. And um, he's running a very successful business. He and his partners and his team uh, in the state of Florida, uh, based over in Sarasota area of Florida. and. Um, I want to talk about that, Michael. I want to give you an opportunity to really let us know uh, where you guys are. You know, product in the state of Florida because of the humidity was really in in a in a warehouse as opposed to doing it in greenhouses. So we invested uh, pretty heavily in a facility that I'm really proud of. By the end of this year, it will be 210,000 square feet. Wow! Producing about 55. <laughs> thousand pounds of flour a year with state-of-the-art lab and manufacturing and processing and a state-of-the-art kitchen that we're building there it's really something um and uh you know everything has been really been designed at you know utilizing the highest standards 
Um, the one of the exciting things about business in Florida is that now that we've crossed the 300,000 patient threshold for patients with cards in Florida, mm -hmm. uh, the 22 license holders are allowed to have 40 stores. And uh, that's been really exciting for us, even though we got started later than some of the early competitors. Sure. Uh, we have 13 stores open right now. We'll be opening up three more by the okay. end of the month and we'll be at 30 stores uh, before the end of the year. And, uh, oh, and that's we'll terrific. Have, yeah, we'll have the full 40 built out very early in 2021. Um, we've, we've you know, built a reputation for having one of the uh, the broadest product lines in the state. Mm -hmm. Remember, you can't wholesale here. So you can only mm -hmm. sell in your dispensaries the products that you make. And that's where I think Altmed has had an advantage because we've got uh, a number of, of products that other companies don't have. Mm -hmm. We have some technologies that are, are really exciting. One of them are encapsulation technology that we're hoping to get patented very shortly. Oh, that'd uh, be terrific. To use, yeah, it allows us to use that technology and transdermals and tinctures and capsules and other infused ingestibles. And it, uh, and so I'll give you an example of, of what it can do with capsules, which typically take maybe an hour to really feel the effect. With sure. our encapsulation technology, with our capsules, you feel the effect in about eight minutes, which is terrific. That is great, um, yes. On the transdermal patch side, we have a patch, most competitive patches only last for eight to 12 hours. Because of this encapsulation technology, we've been able to extend that to 72 hours. So you can put a patch on you and, uh, and have it, um, you know, um, uh, produce a steady state mm -hmm. of medical cannabis over a three-day period, which is really exciting. So we've got a great product line. Our stores have a really... Uh, great look to them. They're sort of like a high-end Apple kind of look. Very okay. open, a lot of glass. Uh, we're very, you know, we want people to to see what we have and what we're doing. And um, unlike some of our competitors that have everything behind a closed door, mm -hmm. we're sort of out there and very proud to uh, to display, you know, what we, you know, what we're what we're making for for patients. So. Uh, maybe the thing that I'm really proud of is the fact that um, we are now, even though we got a much later start, in terms of average sales per store, mm -hmm. we are now number two in the state. Um, and, uh, and, and as far as market share goes, we're number four. And the ones that are ahead of us have two to three times as many stores open as we do. So you can see we're really having an impact uh, in the state of Florida. We've already treated about 60,000 of the 300,000 patients have come through Move stores. So doing very, very well. Um, and then finally, I would say that you've probably read a lot and seen a lot in terms of what's going on in the industry right now. A lot of companies were rewarded for having uh, 20, 30 licenses. And now I think the investment community is saying, I'd rather see somebody who's actually making money. money. And, yes. Uh, Altnet is one of the few companies in the U.S. Uh, that is actually profitable. Michael, it has turned in your favor again. Uh, people want to <laughs> Thank invest, you, Bert. But, yeah, Absolutely. People want to put their money into real businesses that can prove yeah. that they, they are making money or they know how to make money. They're on the way to make money. Uh, 
And the other thing that's really insightful about what you just said is how you, the product offering that, that you know, your move products, your move uh, stores, your offering, uh, and how you obviously engage the consumer when they're in your your facility uh, is paying off. It is absolutely. I, I think it is. Yes, it is paying off, and I'm sure your the education is is amazing that goes on to make sure that the folks can really help the folks that walk through that door. And I think that that says a lot. Um, you know, I if there's if there's one thing you'd like to you know, uh, to leave the conversation with, to leave the audience with uh, about where you are, where you're going, or, or about AltMed, what would that be now? Yeah, I think, you know, again, we're not resting on our laurels. We're continuing sure. to challenge um, all of our people to, you know, c- continue to look for better products to bring to market, better delivery systems. Sure. And so I'm excited about that. I think in the next couple of years, AltMed will, will bring some interesting things to market. But I guess I would just close by saying that, you know, very much like when I was at MetaMune, the, the thing that really drives me and, and gets me excited about what I'm doing is when I actually go into one of our dispensaries. Uh, Sarasota is a great example. The dispensary is only 10 minutes from our office. And I'll, I'll stay there for 20 or 30 minutes. And I just listen to the comments from patients. And it makes me realize uh, you know, how needed these products are and what kind of contribution AltMed is making in terms of helping mm-hmm. quality of life. And that to me is, it says it all. That's, that's why I'm really in this. It's really exciting for me to hear that. Ah, that's terrific. That is terrific. Folks, we're here at Plant Profits with Michael Smellen, founder and CEO of AltMed Enterprises. You can follow him on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at AltMed Florida. Uh, and that is AltMedFL uh, website uh, is altmed.com. And I look forward to uh, the future of, of and, and I really want to get you back here, uh, Michael, because okay. you're expanding and I know there's going to be a lot more things, uh, just tremendous amount more things that it'll be for us to talk about and, and we can get into some of the things that we didn't get a chance to cover today. But I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, all of you can download episodes of Plant Profits by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribe to the show on Apple, Apple Podcasts, uh, the Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker. Obviously, you're going to be able to get us on Spotify and, of course, iHeartRadio. Uh, follow Produce Global. Produce Global is a people solutions firm through our social media networks, including LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Finally, learn more about how we're building companies, how we're changing lives at ProtusGlobal.com. Check us out, folks. That's ProtusGlobal.com, P-R-O-T-I-S-G-L-O-B-A-L.com. Until next time, this is Vern Davis, Plant Profits.
opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.